BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Guys, customer service is essential to your business success. And for faster, smarter customer experience, you can turbocharge your CX results with CX1, the world's most complete customer experience platform from NICE. It's never been easier for organizations of all sizes around the globe to create extraordinary customer experiences. With the scalability and flexibility of the cloud, you can power up your business goals like never before. So don't get left behind. Find out more today at nice.com. That's nice.com. Hi, it's Jack O'Brien for HealthAid Kombucha. Uh, this bubbly probiotic tea blended with real fruit juice is deliciously thirst quenching. Uh, great for your gut health. HealthAid Kombucha comes in many flavors. Pink Lady Apple, your passion fruit tangerine, uh, ginger lemon is one of my favorites. It's organic, a great alternative to sodas and other sugary drinks. You guys know I'm a big soda fan. Well, what if I told you there was a fizzy drink that instead of making you feel like you were drinking chemicals, it made your tummy feel good? That is Health Aid Kombucha. Look for the brown bottle with an anchor in your local stores. Give it a try today. Makes my dang tum tum feel good. So make Health Aid Kombucha your go to for a healthier, happier you. Hello, Internet, and welcome to Season 281. Wow, Episode 5 of the Daily Zeitgeist. This is still a production of iHeartRadio, and it's still the podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness. It's Friday, March 31st. I always, this is that tricky month. I always forget March has 31 days, and I don't know that, like, priming device <laughs> that people always use uh it's always just been vibes but anyway it's also national bunsen burner day national prom day take down tobacco national day of action national tater day oh man jack would have loved that uh national clams on the half shell day and national crayon day not crane okay i know some people say crane and that used to really bug me as a kid and i was like they're crayons not crayons anyway uh my name is miles gray and i'm not just somebody who is you know peeved by people's pronunciation of weird words but I'm also Miles Gray, a.k.a. Zuck fuck the bed. He wants the world to know. TikTok has got to go. Zuck fuck the bed. Why can't you all just see? Meadows the place to be. He fucked the bed. Okay, shout out to, uh, what was that? Ray Zach on the Discord for that wonderful I'm Coming Out, a.k.a. Shout out to Diana Ross. And I am thrilled to be joined by my co-host, Super Producer, 
talented individual, someone who has their finger on the pulse. And when I feel young, I'm always the first to ask this person, what the fuck is going on? I am joined by none other than the Puerto Rican legend from the great state of Texas, Becca Ramos! Hello, hello, a.k.a. Borico in the building, a.k.a. Hey, it's Aries season, your favorite Aries. Ow. Oh, wow. Really? Oh, is, oh, you're Aries? Uh, yes, it is. Three more weeks of my birthday. Do you have Aries? Air, uh, do you give, I don't know. Are you, are you, I don't, are you hard-headed like that? Oh, yeah. Oh, don't ask damn. my boyfriend. Wow. <laughs> it's funny, like, when people have, like, certain dimensions, they're like, I don't, I don't know that part. Then, like, it comes out in different arenas. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't sure. ask him. He'll be like, okay, okay. she's hard-headed? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, thank you for joining me, Becca, and to really round this trio out i'm thrilled to be joined by you know one of the ogs like i say when it comes to being on the internet whether you're doing journalism or podcasting you've read the work you've heard the podcast like heidi world and you know what you probably don't know this and you should because i'm gonna say it every time one of the fucking gods of the 818 the san fernando valley please welcome none other than molly lambert thank you what's up what's going on What's new? What's new? What's cracking? I know it's been so long. I'm so happy to be back on site, guys. Do yeah. I have to do an AKA? Nah, I had a baby, yeah. though, in between. That's the only I was going to say, man, yeah. you had a whole <laughs> human being. Yeah. And I love telling people that, especially when I'm like slow with things. I'm like, man, I got this newborn. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you got a good excuse. For you got the ultimate excuse for a lifetime. It is. But in the same way, even though I say that, I'm like, oh, that's a good excuse. Like, meanwhile, I'm like literally like doing all kinds of stuff multitasking it's true it's not it's, just an excuse you actually have a baby that you no, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to wear the baby more you know what i mean so i could really be like two-handed throughout the day but i'm still like you know i'm still getting used to it because every time I'm like i don't want to bend too far over and i feel like he's gonna fall he's not no you need to. like a like a jersey with a little kangaroo pocket oh <laughs> a like jersey out yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel out. like they have to have made it by now. Yeah. Are there no like marsupial shirts for like There's like humans to be, wear? Yeah, we need a marsupial shirt. Okay. Is that even a thing? Marsupial else. shirt for Because people parents. are weird enough to do that with their cats and dogs. So Oh yeah, they got this. Yo, but you know what's oh. so funny? It's all dudes that are hey, of course. Justin, let me get a screenshot real quick. It's just funny because the second <laughs> you like I search marsupial shirt for parents and then it's all like dudes with beards. Like of course, black because tea. women usually have, you know, the the strongs or whatever. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we got a wrap. Wow. I have a wrap. Yeah, I got a wrap. Uh, we got the herb. <laughs> yeah, oh, we got, look at his look, dad. This having... looked like Jack Heese if he had no hair, wow. this dude. No, that's true. <laughs> wow. I like that it's really, like, all built in. Because, I mean, there's also the part, I don't know how to. I'm, I'm getting No, it's good. literally like, we can't do this. It yeah. needs to just be done. <laughs> I that's can't figure so out the funny. I love holding him with my arms, though. There's something, like, about it where I'm just like, this is my baby. And yeah. masculine strength i don't know like it's i don't know if it's about i just like i feel like i just want to hold him like right under my neck you know what Aww. i mean and let's nuzzle him and like you got that. a little baby smell it's like yeah yeah and i'm always like my baby <laughs> people are like oh your baby I'm like it's my baby uh <laughs> anyway like Gollum. Uh, yeah <laughs> yo no sh- bullshit i said that to her majesty last night i'm like yo he got me like smeagol right now because i'm like <laughs> fuck away I'm like, this is my precious. Uh, but anyway, uh, let's get let's just run through real quick what we're going to talk about in today's episode. Aside from me uh, going full Smeagol with my child, uh, we're going to talk about Narcan was just approved by the FDA for over the counter use, but we'll, or, or over the counter sales. But we'll also get into like 
just the fuckery that goes on with big pharma. And when you have something that's like patent free, like or has been off patent for many years, the ways they still got to try and mark this shit up, even though this is something that's very needed in our country and most of the world right now. And then also, what the fuck is this fucking fly doing in my face? Sorry, y'all. That's that's real life for you coming at you. Then we are going to talk about. So Donald Trump is, quote, topping the charts. He just said that to Sean Hannity the other night. And I was like, what the huh? We'll get into this track that has put Donald Trump, as he says, at the top of the charts, bigger than Taylor Swift. And just really what kind of, it's it's a grift. Come on now. We all know it's a grift. So we'll get to what the grift is. And then we'll catch up with uh, Trump's best friend over in Florida, Ron DeSantis, who, you know, he made a big thing of like, oh, Disney wants to like cape for LGBTQ people, huh? Well, guess what? I'm taking over your, you know, public tax district where you run things and basically he found out real quick that disney knows how to fuck around uh with legal loopholes and now he has no power so we'll get into that and what that looks like over in orlando but first gotta ask you mali lambert as we say in france what is uh something from your search history that's revealing about who you are um hold on just look i I feel like i should almost ask you what was the last shit you were watching on youtube (laughs) <laughs> well, okay, that's the other thing I was ready for. Um, oh, is that is that an over and under? Or is that a search history? Because I don't want to take that away. What, tell no, me what you search for the, first. Like, like, I haven't been looking at... The only thing I've been doing is watching Taxi on Pluto TV. <laughs> <laughs> that's wild. I was just, I was just like when uh, Judd Hirsch was at the Academy Awards. I Bro. was like, I was like, yo, he's in Taxi. And then... Her Bro, he's in like, Taxi. What? Yeah. And I was like, yo, that's Judd Hirsch. From, I mean, I was trying to explain other things. She's like, what else has he been? And I'm like, I mean, Taxi. That's that's <laughs> that was the OG thing. Uh, and then taxi? Uh, and Independence Day. Taxi's so good. Everybody in it is so hot. Who's the hottest? Wait. So how like tell me, wait, why are you coming back around to Taxi? What's t- like walk me through this? Because I know you, you uh, got you got it. There's a reason. Just uh, I was like my friend was watching it it's just a good show that i like i had i went through <laughs> i've done cheers a million times and uh taxi's like the prequel to cheers for right. all the same people and it was taken off hulu and moved over to pluto tv and i don't know if you guys fuck with pluto tv but pluto tv is like for old people kind of it's like oh. for old people <laughs> if they knew how to use the internet it's what do you like mean? if they it's knew like how to channels use it's channels oh wow Okay. And it just plays you and it has the channels are like of different shows. So you can watch a channel and it's like the taxi channel that just shows episodes of taxi and nothing else. And then there's a channel that's like the Beverly Hills 90210 channel that just oh. shows old episodes of Beverly Hills <coughs> 90210. And you can also, this is oh, new. Oh, Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman? Okay. Yeah, 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 like it's all just like old syndicated shows. It's got these really janky commercials in between that are like, hey, keep watching Pluto TV and watch like your favorite show, fucking Happy Days. Right. And it's just, it lulls me into a state of such calm. Right. Yeah, everybody on <laughs> wow, Taxi is hot. Uh, Judd Hirsch, Marilyn Henner, Tony Danza playing a character named Tony Banta. Because I can't remember <laughs> anything beyond that. Uh, Jeff Conaway, bad dude, pretty hot on Taxi. Andy Kaufman, did I say him already? Uh, Danny DeVito, truly, truly a players' club. Yeah. Of 
and the writing the tracks ballers. like if, if like you laugh you laugh out loud it's watching it so funny it's such a good show it's <laughs> like just, yeah. le- legit so good and like kind of dark and like about just like blue collar people so yeah. good okay good to know uh check it out on Pl- man pluto tv really is it's like macgyver you could watch jack yeah. for nine straight hours or biodomes coming on in 15 minutes right and it's like if you feel overwhelmed by streaming if you're like there's too many goddamn choices right i don't want to decide remember when tv just decided for you 100 percent no. showed you a bunch of commercials and you were just kind of like you just you said sit no there becca take what it. No, I said, I know. It. I used to. Oh, my family I thought you still said, has no. cable. I was like, no. wait, really? I was like, my <laughs> parents were fucking with linear still TV? very much pay for cable. Like, they it's are, like, they're those people. You know, when yeah. you I go like, home and I watch cable. When you see a little hotel TV and you're like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Remember when TV just tells me what I like? That's what I think <laughs> of as like a parent, too. You know what I mean? Because like, I have nieces and nephews who are so up on like all the apps. They're like, oh, well, you ain't got Disney Plus? They're like, okay, you got Paramount TV. I'm like, uh, yeah. Huh? Well, guess what? Now you can sit them down in front of Pluto TV, Pluto. <laughs> where they have like a Sailor Moon channel that'll just show you like a thousand episodes of Sailor Moon. But wasn't like linear TV like the reason we have weird interests? Because like I feel like as a kid, I was just like, okay, what's on? I'm sorry, I'm keep swatting at flies in here. Like, no, what's this going is the on? way in which we become like you know, greatest generation grandparents because we're just like, <laughs> we, they used to just tell us what we were watching and we, we liked it. At a certain sat time, and we, and liked we sat it. there and we right. watched it and it only came on once and we couldn't rewatch right. it. And you could <laughs> tell by a motherfucker what their favorite channel was. I was a MTV Comedy Central HBO little kid, That's okay? Right. Mm, if you, I was the N. Oh my God. Oh my God. I was like, w- not, Nick at night, but not Nickelodeon, like Nick, Nickelodeon for teens. The if you end. wanted to see a music video, you had to just sit there and wait and just hope it would come on again. You had to go to VH1 and then see what they were doing for the week. Yeah. Ooh. We had to watch 80s on eight. Eight Good miles times. in the snow to get premium streaming. <laughs> cable Uphill both ways. Exactly. Molly, you got to ask you what's something you think is overrated. All right. Here's what I was ready for. Something okay. I think is overrated is things being underrated. <laughs> okay, right. Okay, you see on. where this is going. <laughs> Tell me about the emphasis. Okay, yeah. What, like, what, what do you feel like right now where there's too much emphasis on things being underrated? I just think sometimes when you're like, this thing's underrated, it's like a hidden gem. Nobody knows, you know, it's been, it's been underrated. Sometimes it's been correctly rated. <laughs> mm, like, wow. for example, what's like, something you think is not un- actually underrated? What's this actually underrated? Or not things actually that is being not underrated. <laughs> I think things that are genuinely underrated is underrated. Mm-hmm. What's not underrated is people being like, like, Die Hard 2 is underrated or something. Or it's like, no, it's right. not. Yeah, I would say, yeah, you have to, it has to be like obscure enough that it, it's not like reaching the masses. It's whereas just like, like sometimes things are obscure is. for a reason, though. Like sometimes a thing is like a lost thing or nobody you know it's it's down in the canon and then you see it and you're like i get why right i get why nobody likes this i got the fly y'all i'm sorry out here like i was on one but yes got it yeah i mean i get it i think a lot of the times like i don't really use the only times i've said underrated like truly are like for the weirdest things i'm like like bathrobes man 
Like we don't, we don't like that should be the only fucking thing we use to get out the shower because you could, it's a, a wearable towel and you're not going to fuck around. With, like if the air is cold and shit is evaporating on your skin, you just cover it but up. That means you got to get a towel fabric robe. Yeah. You're like, okay, three bucks. see, I got like three robes and none of them are towel material. <laughs> I have, I have one, you know, it's funny though, too. I do have context robes. I have a, I got a, like a fucking big ass blanket that I can wear yeah. when it's, yeah. when it's cold. And then I have my bath towel robe uh, that I also wear. But anyway, all that to well, say Well, that's is, a me problem. I should have bought a towel robe. Actually, with the uh, gift card you gave me for Christmas, I bought oh. like a very soft robe, but not a towel robe. That's fine. <laughs> okay, you Look, are... They each their own. You're also right about bathrobes being underrated. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. How do you feel? What's your take? What do you, how do you feel about bathrobes? When I evoked that, were you like, ooh, yeah. I, I was I like, like I wish I had a really cozy bathrobe on right now. Yeah. I love a robe. Especially yeah, for people that smoke weed, you got to have yeah. a cozy robe. Yeah. Here's the problem with that. <laughs> I'm d- I'll just turn into the big Lebowski. I'll turn into oh. the dude if I start wearing a bathrobe. I ha- you know what's so funny? I so I got I have like a fit like a friend of mine got me a thinner like robe, like a linen one, and I was wearing it when it was hot, but I was wearing like a like a Lakers jersey and like mismatching shorts underneath and everyone's <laughs> like, "Yo, you kind of look like the fucked up version of the dude." And I was like, I'm kind of feeling this shit. <laughs> You're like, uh. that's, that's what I mean. It's not that it's bad. It's that it's too dangerous. It's a yeah. slippery slope. You'll never yeah, wear real like, You're never going to get out of it. Yeah. Exactly. That's it's why like, I can't have a nice cozy bathrobe is because I'll never leave my apartment if right. I did. Yeah. If I got I, out of my shower and I had like a cozy robe. Like there's why no, put on I'm clothes at that point? Never going to put on real clothes yeah. then. Mm. So it's like I have to... There has to be a little bit of discomfort to just like propel me out the door. <laughs> right, right, just, right. When you're when you're wrapped in a gossamer blanket of comfort, then it's very easy. Yeah, to just but I be, think like, robe guy is a really. I really see it for you, especially. You now think I can pull off robe guy? I oh, mean, yeah. as a dad, yo. You especially now you're doing dad life. You're gonna. You, you know what you could do is like. Yeah, like what you were saying when you're describing the outfit, it is the dude. But I'm also thinking of like fucked up, kind of like. Tony Soprano when he's getting the newspaper every yeah. day. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Just a white Absolutely. tank top with my boxers yeah. and my leather yeah. slippers. But like, what about instead of the boxers, it's like like hoop shorts and... and... Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like Corona <laughs> board shorts. <laughs> yeah, I'm seeing this for you. I'm really, I'm having a vision. With a Henry's, with a Henry's Tacos t-shirt underneath. Just and you got your it, you know, baby strapped to you. Oh, yeah. But, got the baby yeah, but in, the, part... <laughs> in the kangaroo pocket. I start making graphic, uh, like marsupial tees. So I'm like, because you don't want the baby to cover up, like what you're fucking with. You know what I mean? So well, I'm just picturing the, the baby could like help you, like the baby could like pop out and light your blunt for you, and like master <laughs> blaster <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, first or, or, what's the, or what's that? No, what's the dude in uh, Total Recall? That's like yeah, he's like in the stomach. Quato. Yeah, Quato. That's See, my, what I'm. That's, my baby is Quato. <laughs> your baby is Quato. <laughs> okay, maybe I think I aspire for a little bit more, but that is a good idea. I'll put a pin. I'm just in saying, that. it must be yeah. cool to have a little person attached to you that can help you do stuff. Well, he's like still like you know. Look, I know he's, he's more, still still. My man is barely eight weeks old. He's yeah. actually literally eight weeks old today. His grip strength was not quite there yet, but he's he's scanning with his. I understand eyes for that sure. it's mostly you helping him do things, but. It becomes I, see, poetic. I foresee a world where it goes both ways. Yeah, for sure. Uh, what's something you think is underrated? Things being overrated. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> <laughs> what, 
What kind of things? <laughs> I've never come on here and not done one that was just like food that I just thought of where I was right, like, right. <laughs> because I started to think, I was like, I'll do that. But I was like, no, I already did that. I think I already said like fried onion strings or underrated or whatever. Oh. Wait, what? Do you, oh, as like a side dish? Yeah, like I was going to do like, like fries. Onion? I was going to do like fries are overrated, onion rings are underrated. But then I was like, I think I already said that on here. I and also remember. fries are... Fries are not it. overrated. That's like a lie. I would right. just be saying it. <laughs> You're just saying, right, right. You're just saying, just we like got to give saying, some more attention to the onion ring, folks. Yeah, like like onion rings are underrated, but fries are rated correctly. Onion rings or onion strings? Well, both. Like all you, fried but onions. If you had to choose. I had some really fucking good fried onions the other day uh-huh. at this place, uh, Ototo in Echo Park. That's like Ototo. a... Is it a Japanese place? Yeah, the Japanese place. Oh, and yeah, I got, that makes sense. <laughs> I got fried onions there, and they were like spring onions, and they were tempura spring Ooh. onions, oh, and yeah, just like that's... a plate, yep. a yeah. plate of like onion spears, basically, just like flash fried, and they were so Ugh. fucking good. And it was also what I wanted it to be, which was like a slightly high end blooming onion. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, Wait, like what? it just tasted wow. like a blooming onion, but it, like a little like delicate. But beautiful. Onion. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> it's funny because Ototo is also like a Japanese cracker that I loved as a kid that was like whale and like nautical shaped. But oh. I like that there's, but it's also like something you'd say like if you're like, oh, oh like whoops, like or something's about to for the Ototo, like it's kind of how you <laughs> deploy that, yeah. uh, <laughs> that phrase. Uh, dope. But anyway, man, I love onion strings. I'm going to just say that. If, I if love there's a good onion, onion string, love sometimes onion the rings, strings. like when they're just like the frozen they're kind, like sometimes like the ratio of the, the batter, the batter to the can onion, be a little yeah, bit fucked it's, up. It's yeah. too much. It hurts All my right. stomach, like too much batter. Okay. Well, good to know. I will we'll make sure that's that's how we need tempura. <laughs> this is greasy. Yeah, so you know the tempura, it was light, it was yeah, crispy, like, yeah. it was perfect. Oh, I, I love mean, tempura veggies. Love you got to. You gotta fuck with it. Yeah, I mean, look, we, we can we can eat anything if it's deep fried. I believe in ourselves as a species. <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break, and we're gonna be right back to talk about the news after this. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This episode is brought to you by Alienware. During Dell Tech Fest, score game-changing innovations with limited-time deals on select next-gen Alienware gaming tech. New dimensions await with advanced gaming systems like the Alienware M18 laptop, powered by an Intel Core i9 processor featuring awe-inspiring visuals, liquid cooling, three-dimensional audio with Dolby Atmos, and impressive overclocking potential. 
Plus, build your dream setup with great deals on select gaming monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at Alienware.com deals, you'll have access to leading-edge gaming technology to conquer the competition and free shipping on everything. Amazing prices await you for a limited time only at Alienware.com deals. That's Alienware.com deals. The future of customer experience is here, and it's faster and better than ever before. It's time to introduce your business or organization to Nice CX1, the world's most complete customer experience cloud platform. CX1 is the ultimate all-in-one solution to turbocharge your CX results so you can say goodbye to long wait times and frustrated customers. With CX1, you can achieve faster customer resolutions with every interaction, all thanks to the power of one complete cloud platform. It's now easier than ever for organizations of all sizes around the globe to create extraordinary customer experiences, all while hitting those key business metrics. Whether you're a startup or an established enterprise, Nice CX1 has everything you need to engage customers, deliver smart self-service, and optimize agent-assisted service. When you choose Nice, you get unlimited cloud scalability and flexibility. So visit nice.com today and take your customers and business into the future. That's nice.com. And we're back. Uh, The FDA just announced that Narcan, which is the nasal spray version of the drug naloxone, is authorized for over-the-counter sales. And for people who don't know what Narcan is or naloxone, it basically reverses, helps reverse opioid overdoses. And, you know, the hope with the FDA making this available for over-the-counter sales is that basically saying like, yeah, maybe we can do something to address, quote, a dire public health need. Because now it would be available in vending machines, like big box stores, supermarkets, you know, wherever you can buy uh, like any kind of over-the-counter stuff. But again, there's concerns. The, ma- the big one being the price. Because right now it's currently available through pharmacies. But a lot of pe- since a lot of people aren't insured, and even if they are, a lot of insurance programs do not cover over-the-counter medicines. So yeah. earlier in the month, one big box pharmacy in Manhattan uh, was reportedly charging 98 bucks for a two-dose box of Narcan uh, to customers without insurance. And the company that makes Narcan has very conspicuously, uh, quote, declined to disclose the price it plans for an over-the-counter version of Narcan during their FDA review. So you're like, huh. Oh. Yeah, I mean, you're like, that means nothing good. No, yeah, of if not. they're saying with a prescription or not a prescription with uh, insurance, like w- what insurance is approving purchase of Narcan? You know, like I feel like a lot of insurance companies would decline that as something as a part of their insurance benefits. Yeah, I mean, I, did, I, I I'm not sure what exactly the policy is. If you are insured, you'd hope that on some level they're like, yeah, here's something that could prevent a dire outcome for you. But you know, when you look at like what the current like naloxone market looks like. It's big pharma is already fucking around. Like basically the all, every pharmaceutical company is realizing that like they're they're just adding all these unnecessary features, like including yeah. a specialized like syringe pen or a quote mechanized injector that gives robotic voice commands. And experts have been saying like all that we need to address this quote p- like dire public health concern is something that is just an abundant supply of cheap naloxone packaged yeah. at reasonable doses and in simple low-tech delivery systems they're like flonase like it should be like you know yeah 
No, exactly. And, you know, but the pharmaceutical companies, they got to keep jacking up the prices because this is how like things work. So, you know, like, like everything, like an auto injector, like there's one, an auto injector that the Pentagon has purchased for use in the event of a terrorist attack. I'm not sure what. And it's like, huh? Is there, I don't know like, if there's like the an opioid. attack is already the opiate epidemic that we have. Like, it's like, I don't understand. Right. <laughs> but and so all of these new products, right, the, as many experts or like researchers look that are in like whose business it is to look at harm reduction. They're like these these weird, like razzle dazzle versions of it do not fill a legitimate public health need. Basically, all it is is they need an excuse to charge higher prices because naloxone has been off patent for nearly 40 years. And so mm. they may create these variations like a high dose version, which sounds like more effective, right? Oh, it's the high dose version, but it isn't. And then, you know, like a, a lot of like experts, like the, a lot of those claims aren't supported by science. So because no one company holds the patent to it, they basically they're all looking at it. They're like, well, there's not much money in it because it's it selling like low cost generics. So what they do is they start creating all these like wonky, you know, feature filled versions to try and make you feel like you're getting something unique that justifies the cost. And it also allows them to patent it. And meanwhile, we're like, you know, at the will of these greedy fucking goblins. Wow. I hate they're that. Inventing, that makes me so upset. They're, they're inventing like Narcan accessories. Basically. Yeah. And it, it, it's just so, especially with everything going on with fentanyl right now, it's yeah. like so sad and scary that they would like finally, you know, approve this to be over the counter and then it's like inaccessible because even Ugh. people who are not what you would consider maybe drug users, like, an overdose can happen anytime by accident, right? Like like you could be given bad cocaine or bad weed and it has fentanyl and then you're overdosing, you know? Yeah. So it's just like everybody, even if you think you don't, needs access to this stuff. Like you should just have it in your bag in case someone yeah. around you is overdosing. Well, like that's yeah. what I here's what I think. You gotta get some homebrew chemists. <laughs> <laughs> If you really want to upset the balance of power, it's like, well, yeah, here's, here's how you cook up your homebrew naloxone. That's what I mean. If it's like easy to make and it's off patent or whatever, <laughs> like chem chemists, home chemists of the world, somebody right. figure out how to Andrew like T. Andrew T. We were just talking about this. Andrew said he was going to start sequencing GN DNA because he said it's very easy. So now he's got to oh, get it's him easy. Yeah. He's like, oh, he's like, DNA. I can sequence DNA. He's like, just give me a PCR <laughs> tube, uh, like a like a centrifuge. <laughs> And yeah, I can sequence your DNA. And so there will be 23 and T coming up uh, soon. Uh, but the, the thing is, like the other big problem with naloxone is that when it was a, like, is there's just a stigma tied to it? Again, to your point of like people have no way to extend humanity Absolutely. to someone who needs help or they're like, what? It's for overdoses. So even when it was available for a, by prescription, a lot of pharmacies just were like opting out of even stocking oh, it. Oh, because they were like, oh, we can't. We can't sell you this. We can only sell you these opioids that are going to kill you that you need this right. for. Well, and I guess that's what I was They're saying. They're like, here's, with the your, here's your fentanyl that you need for your pain management, yeah. but we don't have naloxone either. Yeah, in case you overdose on that fentanyl. <laughs> yeah. Hey, be careful with that dilated. You might, you might overdose, but oh, we don't have anything for that. But anyway, do you. Uh, just please do not drink while you take it. And so, like, and I think the part of that stigma comes from the fucking hyper politicization of making this drug more available. So like, yeah. for example, in Kentucky, 
where more than 2,000 people died of drug overdoses in 2021, like they put in a like the state's first free naloxone vending machine. But they fucked it up because guess where they put this vending machine for people to go get naloxone to prevent an overdose inside a motherfucking police station. So which. Yeah. So people are going to come in, they're going to use it and then they're going to get arrested. <laughs> right. Or just or the idea, you know, it's the same thing. Like it's not it, you're, you're that's a mental barrier for sort yeah, of obstacle like, for some people. You're in fear to go into the police station. So, right. yeah. And but even despite all that, it shows you how dire the situation was because the machine was emptied within the first 24 hours. Wow. And, you know, like a lot of right wing outlets, they just report they reported on that news. If you remember, there was like this whole like fucking headline story going around that Joe Byron was putting up vending machines, quote, filled with drug supplies. It says Biden admin is placing vending machines filled with drug supplies in rural Kentucky. They're acting like they're putting like a Rick and Morty bong and like a dab rig or some shit. Yeah. In there. Can we talk about how cool that would be if he was? though? Oh, yeah. They're like, bro, they got. They're like, wow, he got Dutch Masters in there. You could also get Optimos. He's a he knows that there are different kinds of. You could get a Fanta leaf in there for all the, the blunt first smokers. time I've ever thought Joe Biden was cool was imagining him <laughs> installing a vending machine filled with drugs, right. kind of wearing like a like a mechanic onesie. <laughs> oh, being the guy who's like the vending machine guy. Yeah, that's but it's Joe Biden. He's wearing his aviators and he's like got his Carhartt onesie on. Right, like damn dirty. Okay, Jack. Yeah, Come on, right. Jack. Oh, Jack. Gat, these bongs are made with brosilicate. You know what I mean? That's the real glass you want to use. All right, Joe Byron out. Take care. <laughs> uh, but yeah, now people are trying to ban like additional vending machines in Kentucky because the, you know, the conservative slant on it is that it, quote, enables drug use, which, you know, Ugh. we all see the problems with that. Um, and then, the, and that argument comes from Again, some urban legend bullshit uh, where they said that people were throwing fucking Narcan parties where they, people purposely oh, try to overdose, purposely yeah. overdose and then bring themselves back with Narcan, which many people were like, this is absolute nonsense. Like, I mean, it's it's the it's same like the argument cat as litter the safe box. sex yeah. Christian argument, right? Like, it's like, oh, well, we can't teach them about what safe sex is because then that's encouraging sex. But they better not like, wear condoms mm. either. Yeah, exactly. It's like, like we're not giving out condoms because that's encouraging sex. And it's like, well, maybe we're just like trying to encourage like nobody dies from an STI and or, you know, has a pregnancy they don't want. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, again, urban legends are basically like the fucking lifeblood of the right wing. Like whatever scenario there is, like I was saying, likening it to the litter box, you know, outrage where they're like kids are identifying as felines and using litter boxes and the school district is accommodating it. And then everyone's like, this is reality. It's like in what universe does the school district have enough money to be accommodating for litter boxes for kids to shit in? Like, it's just like, <laughs> right. <sighs> yeah. Anyway. One where they have to, because when like the reality of the situation isn't on your side, then you have to come up with yeah. like, weird other shit. Gate, you know, like, yeah. it's... once again, I hope the, the ravers of Kentucky are, you know, providing Narcan and condoms to people in the community. Yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, like the first line of like those are the, the ravers are the first people that I encountered in like the party scene. They're like, hey, man, do you need like you good? Like. You get yeah, fucked up on like do you need like you need drugs safe tested drugs yeah they try to do drugs safely <laughs> yeah but anyway right. well, well that's see. the whole thing in America is like we don't even 
we pretend nobody's even doing drugs. So then they're like, if you're doing them, then, you know, you deserve to die. You shouldn't be trying to do them safely. Right. And then cut but, to every politician who's like, I've struggled with like opioid use or my well, child gonna, has or this something. This is what I'm going to plug so later when you guys asked what I was watching. But the documentary about Nan Golden, the photographer that came mm-hmm. out on HBO Max now called The Beauty and the, the Bloodshed. Yeah. It's really Ooh. rad. And uh, part of it is about her taking on the Sacklers and mm-hmm. shaming uh, museums for taking money from the Sacklers. And it starts with this big protest at the museum the metropolitan museum in new york where they throw pill bottles in the water in front of the temple of dendor and everybody starts chanting like temple of death it's so Mm. that temple of sacklers like temple of death the really great documentary nan golden's really cool and like a really interesting person and a lot of her photos are of people kind of on the margins of society and uh yeah, she just talks a lot about like how drug use is so stigmatized that we don't have a plan, but also about how opioids are for, you know, yeah, she there's a there's a part where they like confront the Sacklers on Zoom. The Sacklers have to listen to people talk about how opioids are in their life. Mm-hmm. It's a really good documentary. Check it out. Makes you feel inspired. Oh, good. Yeah, because I'm like, yeah, I mean, I know what it's out. about and I'm like, and everyone says it's good. And I was always asking like in like it, how heavy it is. It's like, well, yeah, but that also helps you like kind of get game it's also just like she's so cool and is still really cool you know and it's like that's inspiring when you're like wow this this woman and she's has like some fucked up stuff happen in her life and you're just like she's such a good artist and she's got she's got her head in the right place is nan short for nancy yeah okay i was always like how do you become a nan well they tell you in the documentary it's her um (laughs) Her first uh, beautiful gay friend calls, starts calling her Nan. Because that's Aww, I know that's I, cute. I only know her from the Trick Daddy sense, uh, featuring Trina. <laughs> Girl, you don't know Nan. Uh, and that was my person. <laughs> I was like, that would be a really good, a really good name for like a SoundCloud rapper. Would be Nan Golden. Oh hell sure. yeah! You don't, or yeah. you don't know, or just like have you know if you're a joke rapper, you don't know Nan Golden. But like Nan Golden in the video, but you really fucking with Nan like that. Uh, anyway, look, something uh, joke, uh, aspiring joke rappers, you know, you can have that one for free. Look, that's a joke just for like me, Miles and Becca. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the overlap of like, you must know Trick Daddy's body of work uh, and Nan Golden. <laughs> shout out to the, shout out to everybody who got that. You know what? Well, I fuck with we fucks with you for everyone who laughed at that one. Um, let's move on. I'm trying to think of a Trina joke. Keep going, keep going. <laughs> I mean, well, she was the baddest. You know what I mean? She's uh, the baddest so, bitch. And yeah. Nan Golden is the baddest bitch. It's true. Wow. Trina featuring Nan Golden, the baddest. Okay. All right. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Let's move on to another musical artist. Uh, great segue. Uh, Donald Trump, uh, because the latest iteration of his career is now musical genius. And I want to play this clip where... You know, Donald Trump is talking about how he's just fucking fucking up the charts right now. By the way, that's only like three. Are you really days. beating this Taylor is... Swift, by the way? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Uh, the J6 is beating Taylor Swift. It's yeah. Donald Trump and the J6 prisoners. The, the Pledge and of Allegiance. On iTunes and on Amazon wow. and on Billboard, wow. which is the big deal. 
Number one, Donald Trump. So now I feel like Elvis because now we've done The Apprentice. That was the. Okay. Anyway, did you hear how, (laughs) first of all, did you hear how uninterested Sean Hannity was? Oh, yeah. He's like, yeah, you have allegiance. (laughs) Wow. He really went, wow. It reminded me of like the like women I dated in my 20s when I'm like, man, this new GTA is coming out. And like the map is so big. Uh huh. Wow. (laughs) Cool. And I'm like, oh, all right. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Anyway, so. What is this song? So what the J, it? I'm not going to play it because no, fuck no, that. you have to play it, Miles. You have to play it. Oh, I need to know. Right. Yeah, it? it's let me you, okay, let me describe it first and tell me if you're still in. So this I'm track, in. okay, l- all right, fine, <laughs> fuck it. Let's just play it real quick, just so you can hear it. Then we can discuss it. Here we go. <laughs> the fuck is. Okay. It's okay, you get it. I, I'm not going to so play anymore because I don't want these people to start coming at us. The but national yeah. anthem? It's so. Let me. Okay, so let me break this down. In this track, <laughs> it's the J6 choir and Trump. Okay. And wait, wait, back it up. What's the J6 choir? Oh, the yeah. J6 choir are motherfuckers that got caught up in January 6th, and now oh. they're yeah, yeah. People got caught up in that shit of imprisoned insurrectionists singing the national anthem. And then the they became anthem. choir boys. Wait, mm. so they're a jail choir of people who were imprisoned on January 6th? J6, J6 insurrectionists, <laughs> apparently, if imprisoned J6ers choir. Okay, That's, this is this okay. is tight, guys. And I'm then, sorry, but this is... Okay, and <laughs> then... He's like, actually, this is really cool. Pretty cool. I'm pretty sure Donald Trump is endorsing prison abolition with this. Um, <laughs> That's what well, he's doing here. We'll get to that. So the track is called Justice for All, and it's not an homage to Metallica, but it's just, just it's basically those people plus Donald Trump just saying the Pledge of Allegiance over it. And apparently there's like a music video that's like just pure visual propaganda. And here, but here's the hook. Okay. It's on, it's true. His, this song was at the top of the charts, billboard number one, but that's insane. on top of the <laughs> digital sales charts, not the one that actually mm. fucking matters. That's based on okay, you that know, makes more sense. the popularity of a fucking track because like Trump, just, Trump says he feels like Elvis mm-hmm. after <laughs> exactly. his J6 song beats Taylor Swift. Yeah, maybe he'll maybe he'll have an interesting uh, <laughs> look. I'm sorry, <laughs> interaction this with the is toilet. So funny and cool. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I know that's not the takeaway I'm supposed to have from this, but like, no, whatever you, do you look. follow that. Do you follow that Instagram catatonic youth? Yeah, you with know, just the fucked up music, musical they offerings. Just play, like fucked up music and like yeah. a lot of it's just like, like crab core and stuff like that. <laughs> That's what this is like. Yeah, abs- yeah, because it's super cringy and like amateur. But it's like, but, it's, but they have it's a- not even that it's amateur or cringy. It's like that it's literally like outsider music. Like, oh, like, does it feel like Manson shit? No, or just like Daniel Johnson or something. It's like, <laughs> like, it's so weird to be number one on any chart. It's, it's, People, well, a, qua- a jail choir singing with somebody reciting stuff over it. Right. Well, and, <laughs> and again, it's like it's one of those things where it's like any product that comes out that's connected to Trump is like there's a chance it sales. So it premiered at number one on March 11th because it got around 33,000 purchase downloads like in the like the five days just prior. Like all he wants is to be like pop culture. He just wants to be Taylor Swift. Like he doesn't care about being president. 
He just well, wants to be, be like, popular. The most famous popular mm-hmm. guy. And but he's not necessarily the one behind it. I'll get to that part too. But just for comparison, right? Uh, if, when you look at the actual Billboard charts, the top streaming song that week was Morgan Wallen's "Last Night," got thirty-eight point nine million streams, and the number wow. one radio track is "Flowers" by Miley Cyrus, which reached an audience of over one hundred six point seven million people. Shout out K Rock. Okay, but can um, we also but, talk about how Morgan Wallen got totally uncanceled? <laughs> who who even is Morgan Wallen? I was like, oh, I don't bro, know the this is Morgan like Wallen is. this is so much more fucked up. Morgan Wallen's a country singer, like a new Isn't he country the one singer that got in trouble after SNL or something like that because he was on. Yeah, SNL. yeah, but why? Why did he get Wait, in what trouble? Happened? I don't Go on. He said, "There we go, there we go." In the chat. Oh, he's that he big N word user. Oh, he said the N word. Oh, on I remember. Yo, I remember a couple yeah. of weeks ago. A couple of months a, ago, there was a, an article that about like, oh, so we welcome him just back right now. Yeah, he's a white guy from the south, and they just got him and on he, video, and he's wearing they, chains. Saying the N word <laughs> when he was drunk, and he, he not only did he not super apologize, people rallied around him afterwards and made him more popular than ever. And then when I heard this song, that's like the hit. Mm-hmm. It's just, I think that's what's fucked up. Is I'm like, the Morgan Wallen song is like so insidious because it's just like a light little pop song about like, yeah. I, right. I will sing it for you. It's like. I'm only quitting one thing at a time. <laughs> you know how he can like light the bar on fire, oh. or he can lose your number, but he can't do. It. He's only got he only do one thing at a time. You can only stop saying racial slurs. That's on my list. One thing at That's a time. That's on his list. But he's I can one either at a burn time. the bar down, or I can take your number out of my phone. I can give you up right now and never want you back as long as I'm half stoned. <laughs> oh, cool. Like, if you want me to quit you, want me to get you out of my heart, out of my baby, off my mind. I hate to tell you, girl, but I'm only quitting one thing at a time. Wow. Look, here's the problem. Word it's really catchy. It's a really catchy song. <laughs> and... Here's the problem. It slaps. Uh, I mean, know, it does a little bit, but Molly's it's also like, like that. And I stream it. <laughs> no, I heard it a lot the other night, though. I went to this line dancing night and they were playing it. And I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> Morgan Wallen f- fully just like like nothing happened. He didn't get canceled. He apologized, and there he's good now. Well, then so he's I in think good company me, on the charts the fact with that song. Like, yeah. at least at least the Trump thing sounds fascist, <laughs> <laughs> right? Rather than like the insidious undertones of white supremacy. Yeah, um, so yeah. country guys who have these kinds of songs, where then you realize they all they're all fucking racists, and you're like. Oh right, like right. that's why it's bad. Yeah. Well, look, I love uh, again, me some pop country, but I also the charts are looking good though. You got Donald Trump, uh, Morgan Wallen, and other famous cultural uh, culture vulture, culture vulture? Uh, Miley Cyrus, right there. Jay Zamaki. Other, other Jay Zamaki. Yeah, other famous. Yeah, interloper. Okay, so get Zomaki. like me, man. That, man, remember that era? <laughs> Bangers era. <laughs> oh, the fucking Mike Will, man. What did you do, Mike Will? Flowers, unproblematic jam. Oh, is I it good? do like flowers though. Yeah, I mean, she's song. coming back. I mean, she let that go, but you know, haven't has she? I know she had she her moment. She's about like, it? No, but you don't understand. Like, I was just like finding myself, and it's like, of course, you were finding yourself through black music and got famous off of black music, divorced your Disney image off of black music, and then you were right. like, okay, I'm done. Yeah, and that's that part like of me, not me was problematic. Didn't she say okay, something? So that's also like, like, because she was like, I hate rap. Donald Trump's oh, making yeah. some white music. 
<laughs> right. Thank you, Donald. Like, imagine like, to how your much point. scarier it would be if it was like the Donald Trump rap. I mean, imagine if he did get together with Kanye on that. That would have been crazy. <laughs> he has a rapper's... Uh, like he flow? Loves, he got a certain yeah, flow like down. He likes to flow. He loves to rap. <laughs> he's got like... He's truly like he's famous for ad libs. Right. Oh, yeah. 100% yeah. for sure. But I do want to say like the music video is also wild. Like it's basically like all kinds of pro- it's a prop- visual propaganda mixtape with of all course. kinds of violent imagery, like including video of Ashley Babbitt getting shot and killed at the Capitol. But during the rockets, red glare, bombs bursting in the airport. Yeah. So there was actually I mean. This invited outrage naturally from, you know, people on the left. But even Brian Kilmeade on Fox was like, bro, you got to let go of the January 6th shit. (laughs) It's sort of like, what is fake? But this is Brian Kilmeade just like exasperated about like, because Donald Trump opened the Waco rally with the track. Of course. This is such an opportunity for Republicans just to say, look at what we did. Look at what he's doing. Look at what we had. Look at what he's doing. And I think for President Trump to spend 80% of his time complaining about court cases instead of just looking at his own record and what he would have done. <laughs> let me tell you what I would have done to SVG. Let me tell you what I would have done yeah, over yeah. in um, to he's Syria if, they, if we, our guys got hit uh, for the 74th time uh, and twice in two days. He does that or other candidates do that, they're going to be unbelievably successful because that's going to be the conversation at the kitchen table. Great political mind, Brian Kilmeade. Go on, Brian. Tell us more about what the, just what other pointers would you give? Instead, the president of the United States, uh, the former president of the United States, opened up with January 6th video, which is insane. He should be running from that period. I don't care his point of view. That is not a good thing for him. I thought that was absolutely awful. Well, you heard it, but but he was like, but the track fucking slaps. It slaps. It's a banger. Show me the music video. I can't find it. I have to see it. I don't. I don't. Uh, it was on like Rumble exclusively for a second. So if you want to fully debase yourself, you can head on over there. A Rumble exclusive. Yeah. I know, but you know where? I'm pretty sure it like the what, what, what world premiere music video bow, 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 was on Steve Bannon's fucking like Twitch stream or some uh, shit. <laughs> so that's the kind Damn. of like the way Steve they sort Bannon? of seeded it. Where'd you find that? <laughs> Bannon, Bannon. Anyway, so the other thing is the people that are behind <laughs> it, you're like, so obviously this is a grift. Let's just get to the part where it's a grift. This banger, the people who are behind this are Cash Patel. If you remember from the Trump administration, he was Devin, a Devin oh, Nunes yes, aide. That nearly became the head of the CIA and also yes. is a pretty like central or key figure in the classified documents case. And then Ed Henry, a former Fox talent. Guess what? They both look like they have legal bills. Patel obviously is having some, you know, run ins with the DOJ because of the documents case, as I said. And Henry has been fighting a rape lawsuit for two years. And the way they are telling people that, like, you got to buy this track because, quote, the profits are going to be going to, you know, the the fucking jailed patriots. But <laughs> it looks like right now all that money is going to a nonprofit that one of them control. And we're not sure how it's being. Of course. So anyway, are the jailed patriots real? Yeah, I'm sure I'm, I'd imagine they are. It'd be. No, could you imagine? Oh, but like, do they really have a choir? Are they really in jail? Performing? I mean, from that clip, it sounded like a bad choir. So, yeah, yeah but it like, sounded like it was recorded on a, a bad it sounded like is it was recorded it, on a prison phone, like a prison. Yeah, but like, phone. Is yeah, that's it, what I'm saying. Is it, that could be faked. Oh, sure, fake? sure. But I, that's like Molly. That's a level of thinking you would that, add if yeah, you worked on it to be that. like it should be through a phone. 
You know what I mean? But I don't know. I'm, pr- I'm like, pretty sure it is because they're the, we've heard about this. Like there are these group of defendants who have kept saying, like, we are the J6 choir. Well, it's look, really- I think that's really cool. They've like found a new hobby in prison besides overthrowing created a boys choir yeah (laughs) Yeah. what a wonderful like what a wonderful feel-good movie that would be it's like from insurrectionist to then being like you know what we were so wrong we should just be talking about lifting our voices in a melodic way not a violent way that's the next pitch perfect (laughs) it is oh my god pitch perfect insurrection but it's every it's every country's political prisoners in a fucking battle of their choirs. That would be oh my so god! And then whoever wow. wins gets to get out. They're no longer prisoners. <laughs> wow! The imagine? final They're fighting for their freedom. Guant- <laughs> right, Guantanamo <laughs> showdown with all the prison choirs. That's the next. Uh, what's the what's the big um, European pop? song uh competition. Oh, Eurovision. Yeah, 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 like Eurovision, but you do it with every country's political prisoners. That is what? coming Dang. soon. Coming soon. Coming soon. <laughs> Who do you think will have the best I'm yeah, that that would get so murky as to how they even categorize like their political prisoners. But anyway, we'll we'll hear more about them later on, uh, I'm sure. All right, let's take another break and we'll take it on down to Florida to see what DeSantis and Disney are up to after this. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This episode is brought to you by Alienware. During Dell Tech Fest, score game-changing innovations with limited-time deals on select next-gen Alienware gaming tech. New dimensions await with advanced gaming systems like the Alienware M18 laptop powered by an Intel Core i9 processor featuring awe-inspiring visuals, liquid cooling, three-dimensional audio with Dolby Atmos, and impressive overclocking potential. Plus, build your dream setup with great deals on select gaming monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at Alienware.com deals, you'll have access to leading-edge gaming technology to conquer the competition and free shipping on everything. Amazing prices await you for a limited time only at Alienware.com deals. That's Alienware.com deals. The future of customer experience is here and it's faster and better than ever before. It's time to introduce your business or organization to Nice CX1, the world's most complete customer experience cloud platform. CX1 is the ultimate all-in-one solution to turbocharge your CX results so you can say goodbye to long wait times and frustrated customers. With CX1, you can achieve faster customer resolutions with every interaction, all thanks to the power of one complete cloud platform. 
It's now easier than ever for organizations of all sizes around the globe to create extraordinary customer experiences, all while hitting those key business metrics. Whether you're a startup or an established enterprise, Nice CX1 has everything you need to engage customers, deliver smart self-service, and optimize agent-assisted service. When you choose Nice, you get unlimited cloud scalability and flexibility. So visit nice.com today and take your customers and business into the future. That's nice.com. And we're back. And so is the, you know, conflict between Ron DeSantis and the Walt Disney Company. It's like really like one of those things. It's like, can both of them lose? If possible. But of course, you know, DeSantis launched this battle because of Disney's public and very delayed opposition to the don't say gay law, leading him to enact legislation that would end Disney's era of self-governance and like the land in and around Disney World. And it is a real city. It's terrible. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And like one where recently the, you know, like emergency services people were like, we are not supported nearly enough. And it's like, it's costing people their lives. Yeah, because people live there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, they do. They do. So originally, DeSantis had a bill that was just going to dissolve the district entirely. It's called the uh, the Reedy Creek Improvement District. But this plan had uh, had to be changed because it would have meant like additional costs to neighboring districts if they're just like, oh, well, they do like self-generate the funds to do a lot of stuff. So uh, do we do we pawn that off on other people? So instead, the plan became to just have a bill that would just simply rename the district. Now it would be called the Central Florida Tourism Oversight District. And they would replace the five person board with DeSantis little plants instead of Disney allies to try and upend like the business of this board. And, you know, this guy, this is what I love, man. This dude was he was doing all this <laughs> tough guy shit. Like in February, he was like, there's a new sheriff in town. But guess what? The lawyers at Disney were like, oh, huh. I think we know what this guy's about to do. Let's ready ourselves for the eventual fuckery from the governor. And so what happened was the board, with the help of the lawyers, they pushed through a, quote, multi-decade agreement uh, that would completely kneecap DeSantis's plan and essentially make uh, Disney like the government in that area which, for the foreseeable foot. <laughs> I mean, is that much of a difference, really? But I guess at this point, it's more so that DeSantis can't really meddle as much as he'd like to. I like and, how that's also so bad. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's like there's no That's way. what I'm saying. Can both people fucking lose here? Like, what do you mean they're the fucking government? It's like, yeah, when capitalism wins. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, oh, good. A corporation defeated the evil politician, government, yeah, but also fascist. owns the city. <laughs> right. It's like, give it to the manatees. That's my Florida. Hell yeah, exactly. Back to the manatees. So like, the, the so the people that like DeSantis planted on the board to like like throwing their hands like we fucking can't they fucked us and they're like what do you mean basically the way they fucking structured like these agreements and stuff and these like guardrails means that they, like these incoming board members they can't do anything but beyond maintaining the roads essentially and really basic infrastructure like everything else they have no say in and basically it al- allows Disney to continue to build on the land or sell development rights without the approval of new board members. And they can fuck with density. They can do whatever the fuck they want to. And this document was quietly agreed upon by the Disney board February 8th, which was quite literally the day before the Florida House voted to put the governor in charge. So they they did an Indiana Jones shit and they snatched their motherfucking hat before the shit closed on them. Um, And the document. But also no. (laughs) 
the crazy thing is, this is, this is what's even wild. There, I think people call it like the Windsor Clause uh, because the document states that its terms are enforceable in perpetuity or until 21 years after the death of the last surviving descendants of King Charles III, King of in- England. What? Yes. What? Yes. That this is, is so like, wild. People don't do this. is like some 17th century shit doing like this royal lives clause. But guess what? The fucking Disney lawyers were fucking, they, they came ready. You know what that means? It would be 21 years after the death of Harry, Meghan, Will, and Kate's kids. Yeah. Like, that's... Which is so crazy because it's like as much as America's like we are not with England. We divorced right. ourselves from England. We left England. We founded the new colonies. And then every chance they get, they're like, <laughs> but we love England. We're going <laughs> to tie hey, ourselves to England. In this in this instance, we got to respect, you know, the descendants of King Charles. <laughs> got to respect the descendants of our rulers from way <laughs> back when. But like so now the Florida Republicans are really pissed and they're going to challenge, try and challenge the legality of the document. But again, everyone's like, it's because of Disney's cloud, too. They're like, this is just going to be, as they say, protracted litigation. And right now, when you look at like what the like the state of Florida is up against, they're fighting all kinds of bills like are fighting in court over all kinds of shitty laws and things like that. And it's going to this legal firm really putting money in the pockets of one of Ron DeSantis's college buddies uh, and also a, <laughs> like a law firm that both uh, Tom Cotton and Ted Cruz also were alumni from our alumnus of course, uh, anyway. of course so you know it's all you know i guess kind of funny but it's really just fucking fucked up that disney can even set this kind of thing up yeah we've talked about this before like their pseudo government status to just siphon money away from affordable housing uh, in order to upgrade disney's sewage system in 1990 was definitely you know a story that you're like oh yeah this is this is not for anything except for the enrichment of Disney. And there's been a lot of problems. Uh, like I just mentioned, like a woman died of a heart attack in 2021. And it's allegedly due to understaffing for their emergency services because they're like, oh, oh yeah. no, man, we're trying to we got this other shit we're trying to build right now. OK, we didn't realize people were like living here and had lives that may need uh, attention. And that was one why the union representing Disney World's first responders came out in support of the state taking over the Reedy Creek Improvement District because they were like, no, there are actual problems with this thing. Yeah. But now here we are. And now you just basically have to choose your fighter, fascist or trash ass media fucking giant. Pick yours, pick yours. So, yeah. There's no winning. In I guess that really is the most American thing <laughs> where it's like, I don't know, maybe the fucking company can take down the fascist. And it's like, but the company is fascist. No. (laughs) But they're funding the guy they're fighting. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, let us know uh, if you're out there and uh, checking anything out in the newly improved Central Florida Tourism and Oversight Board. But, yeah, I mean, what a fucking, like, insult to injury when they put in a clause there. Like, yeah, it's actually until King Charles's grandkids die. (laughs) It's <laughs> so crazy. It's like, oh, Americans will never die off the hill of being tied to the monarchy. And yet no, British are like America's like shitty parents. No, yeah. really. <laughs> but we but yeah, but we're like, but we're way more turned up to <laughs> like, yeah. let me show you. Let me show you how to really ignore some motherfucking problems. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Molly, thank you so much uh, for joining me. Uh, as I see you wrap yourself with that blanket, I can all, I can't help but think how much better a, a gigantic robe may be for you. But uh, where can people find you, follow you, listen to you, and all that kind of stuff? 
wow, especially if you are a robe company and you want to give me a free robe, you can find mm-hmm. me at Molly <laughs> underscore Instagram. Molly underscore Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> Please take that handle, Molly underscore That's Instagram. That's my handle. Molly underscore Instagram. <laughs> Molly underscore Lambert on Instagram and Molly at Molly Lambert on Twitter. And uh, yeah, listen to Heidi World. We've got some new things coming up soon that we can talk about Yo. more. Yeah. Soon. Yeah, yeah. That uh, I'm excited about. So. Okay. And what's a tweet or some other social media internet thing you've been liking? I love those. I love those copybaras who are in like copybara, a hot a hot spring. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, it's like trending on t- TikTok. They got the copybara. It's song. always just like trending because it's like there's some hot spring where they let them they let them cook, let them in the <laughs> jacuzzis. And they just get the water on that. I'll send it to you. It's okay. so good. Yeah, it's I, good wholesome. You need eye bleach. Yeah, yeah, I send like when when shit gets like we- goes left in like text threads with people. I just send pictures of my baby now. That's that is yeah, smart. It's like that. That's an immediate it's good to just diffuser. have like. Oh yeah, this animals that's how you, too. Animals, yeah. it's like if you don't have a baby to use, you gotta get us some capybaras. It's weird though how powerful though, like baby and, and like cutie animal things can derail a conversation. We're like, nah, man, Absolutely. this is fucked up, and then you're like, oh my god, what? Yeah, me, really? <laughs> yeah, or me too. I'm like completely I'm like, oh man, I needed that. Well, wow, like that fucking otter's playing a banjo. <laughs> that's right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it just, it Bring, just need it. reminds us there's good in the world. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That uh, otter's playing a banjo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you seen the, the deep faked version of Deliverance with all otters? It's really, okay, it's really don't cool. take it to a place of darkness. <laughs> Miles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure someone can AI that. Please don't make me think about how animals also rape and kill. And in fact... <laughs> do that so much that every time I watch a nature documentary I'm reminded that like all cute animals do is fucking rape and kill so it's it's all in there Um, Becca Ramos thank you so much for joining me too the guest hosting where can people find you follow you and what's the tweet or something that you're liking you can find me and follow me at Bex Ramos, B-E-C-C-S-R-A-M-O-S, on all platforms. You can find me at Mil Mundos every other Saturday, volunteering. Hey. Come get your books from a queer Latinx-owned local bookshop. Yeah. Uh, support local. And then a couple tweets. I have a couple tweets. One from Cal Cinema. Uh, it's a picture of Snoopy and like all these little like Snoopy dogs. And it says, when you beef with me and my gang, this is literally who you're beefing with. Just think about how ridiculous that is. And it's just like a bunch of little Snoopies <laughs> looking all innocent shit. And that's how uh, I feel. You know, it's like you beef with me and oh my, my gang. God. And like, this is us. We're just a bunch of weird nerds. Yeah. Pull, yeah they're like, yo, we out front. You're like, oh shit. And then one the second one I have mandolin. is from... Slebo Slays, capital S L E B O W, capital S A S A Y S. I'm obsessed with how they talk on TikTok, girly. It's called a grocery store. And it's a screenshot of this TikTok that says, POV, Trader Joe's is your hyperfixation food supplier. <laughs> the kids just like don't know how to say things anymore. Yeah. <laughs> just, and that's <laughs> how my sister in law talks. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Hey, shout out to youth then. I gotta say, a uh, tweet I like. Uh, thank somebody tagged me in the thing because I was like, I'm kind of not looking. But then I saw somebody said, "You might like this tweet." And let me just first shout out that person. That was uh, Jen Dangerously at Von Pokemon. I was like, "Hey, 
you might like this one. Uh, it's a tweet from at Jared Lujan that says, uh, it's a conversation that says, my wife, did you get high and watch samurai movies again? Me crying. Yes. My wife, <laughs> did he die because he was burdened by the very code he lives for again? Me, my voice breaking into a sob. Yes. <laughs> wow. You know, get, get, get you some, uh, Get you some Zatoichi or something in your life. You know what I mean? Check out some samurai shit uh, if you want to know about that cold life. Uh, you can find me <laughs> at Miles of Gray on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can also find me on Miles and Jack Got Mad Boosties. That's our basketball podcast. Shout out the Lakers who pulled one off against the Bulls on Wednesday. It was nice to see Austin Reeves give Patrick Beverly that too small gesture. Uh, you can also find me on 420 Day Fiance, which will be returning soon. I promise it is not over. Uh, you can also find us at Daily Zeitgeist on Twitter, at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. Got the Facebook fan page, got the website. You know that. That's where we keep. You can find all our episodes in our footnotes. Footnotes? Thank you, Becca. Uh, we can find all the articles that we talked about as well as the song we're going to ride out on. I want to go out on this track by this artist, Jay Safari. I was like, who is this Jay Safari? I think I found him on TikTok. But <laughs> then I was like, because because he, he was like battling all these people like you just biting the Neptunes. And I was like, wait, what? So I wanted to check out his music because I love the Neptunes. This track is called Dance and it is a fucking amazing ripoff of the neptunes like if you fuck with the like <laughs> early aughts neptunes it's it's the exact sound it's like he's using the exact same keyboards and shit like that so rather than getting mad about it i'm like i like that someone is honoring that style i don't really see it as like that egregious but look for those of us that get nostalgic about seeing chad and pharrell together wearing trucker hats you might like this it's dance by jay safari all right that's gonna do it for us just remember this show is a production of iHeartRadio, so for more podcasts, check out the iHeartRadio app or Apple Podcasts to get more and listen to your favorite shows there. Uh, we'll tell you what's trending later on this Friday, but until then, we are going to go. Bye-bye. Bye. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media. But now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Guys, customer service is essential to your business success. And for faster, smarter customer experience, you can turbocharge your CX results with CX1, the world's most complete customer experience platform from NICE. It's never been easier for organizations of all sizes around the globe to create extraordinary customer experiences. With the scalability and flexibility of the cloud, you can power up your business goals like never before. So don't get left behind. Find out more today at nice.com. That's nice.com.